Hey everybody, welcome to Pokemon World Tour. I'm your guide, Josh. And I'm your host, Jake. Sorry it took so long. There's been so long since the last one. Yeah, we, there was a whole plague situation. Yeah. It didn't just like some timelines didn't match up. Yeah, we, we're back. We got very sick, uh, the both of us. And so we were like, okay, we'll skip one and because we couldn't record it. Because we were dead. Uh, I think you yeah. literally couldn't get out of bed that day. Nope. Um, and then so I was like, okay, we'll skip this one and then we'll, we'll do the next one. And then the next uh, t- two weeks later, we were still in the throes of sick, but we were trying to catch up from all the other stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then Pokemon World Tour just fell by the wayside. We had to take one more skip on that one. But we're back now and we should be back on schedule, barring any unforeseen consequences. <laughs> and we got some news. Yeah. Before we get into the meat of today's episode the big city lights that yeah. we are going to be bright lights big city getting into uh we have some news that we have just been ignoring yep and so we're going to talk about it all right Josh, tell me about this news. All right, so there's a little thing. Maybe some of you have heard of it. I don't know. It's not anything major. Uh, there's two new Pokemon games coming out. I'm not familiar with Pokemon. On November 17th. I don't know what that means. That's a date next okay. month. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> uh, it's Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. And it's... I'm not sure. I don't think it's a sequel. I don't know, because they keep saying both... They say it's a new story in the Alola region. But then they're also like, it's but the same also, Alola you love. But it's not your daddy's Alola, <laughs> is, is the new trailer. Well, which is it, Pokemon? This isn't your grandpa's Alola. This one has alcohol in it. Ooh. No, I'm just kidding. This one's for grown-ups, <laughs> like J.K. Rowling's new books. Obviously, it's going to focus, it's going to like... Pay attention to the Ultra Beast because Ultra is right there in the name. Right. Oh, yeah. I didn't put that together till just now. Um, I might skip this one, guys. <laughs> well, no, it gives them like a, a, a context and, and a re- context okay. instead right. of just like these ones are in the forest. Go stop them. Yeah, you need blue balls instead of red ones to catch um, these boys. And so I've only watched a couple of trailers. Not, I haven't watched or read much about it. Um, but you can go. You remember in Sun and Moon when you went to fight. Lucimine and Ultra Space. Yeah. And it was just one dark hallway. It was, it was a, a dark hallway that looked like a, like it was the inside of a, a cartoon monster's guts. Yeah. It turns out that's not all of Ultra Space. That's oh, just thank like, God. That's just like Nihiligo's pocket of Ultra Space. Okay. And so each beast, from what I've gathered from the trailers I've seen, each beast has its own little area like that. So like Buzzswole lives on some weird like volcano mountain. Okay. That you have to go through. and others have stuff too nihilago kind of gets a shaft then because it gets a hallway well maybe they will expand its hallway we just missed a door that goes in somewhere that, real cool <laughs> that's it uh and so there's uh the new ultra recon squad okay which i think they exist through a wormhole that you go through because they exist in like this whole new place where necrozma has already stolen the light from their dimension. Okay. So there's also a huge emphasis on Necrozma this time, instead of him just being on 10 Carat Hill at the end of the game, and nobody really tells you that. And he's just the one that's a regular Pokemon, right? He, they say he's not an Ultra Beast, but he definitely looks like one. Okay. Uh, and in this game, he can kind of fuse with Solgaleo or Lunala. Right. And make like a new form for them. 
I don't know. There's a there's a poster that shows Lily holding a Pokeball, and I'm very excited about that. I'm so proud of her <laughs> if she becomes a Pokemon trainer this time. Yeah, whatever her Pokemon are is. It's probably uh, the one you and Howe don't pick, right? Probably. Is Howe in the game? If Lily's a trainer now, what's Howe up to? Is this this got to be later? The only the new like official art of him, he's mad, and that's not the Howe that I know that's and not, hate. How? Why are you mad, buddy? <laughs> he's just angry. What if they are flipped? And now How is not a Pokemon trainer, but Lily He's is. just a mad boy. He's just angry. Um, Mina is going to actually get a trial instead of just wandering in the desert. Oh, nice. So good. About is, time. This is like they finished. This is the game they wanted to make, but instead they released it before it was done. Yeah. And so now they finished it and they're putting it out. The Pokedex has been increased to like 400 Pokemon will be in Alola. Okay. Uh, and there's three new Ultra Beasts. Um, there's, they don't have like their actual like Nihiligo Buzzwool names, only their code names. They're like UB015 yeah. or so whatever. there's UB, UB Sticky, and UB Wet. No. <laughs> there is UB, well, it's UB Sticky in Japan. Okay. There's UB Adhesive here. Uh, okay. I like uh, UB Sticky. He's the, he's the purple headed sticky boy. Okay. <laughs> uh, Why is he Sticky. <laughs> I guess, like, some sticky goo comes out of these, like, spouts on his head. Okay, gross. That's why he's, he's like, a glue guy. He's cute, and it's the ult- the only Ultra Beast that I've looked at and go, I like this one. I like the one that looks, it's Kartaka? Kartana. Kartana. It's, like, origami yeah. sword. That one looks neat, but it's definitely just a Digimon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's also UB Assembly. Which is just a big wall. It's a wall. Um, but apparently each brick is like a living thing that comes together to make the whole, like kind of like wishy-washy. It's a wishy-washy, but a wall. Yeah. And then there's UB Burst, which is just a clown with a head that can pop. I don't like that. I don't like that one either. The only one I like is adhesive out of every single Ultra Beast that exists so far. I don't think there's anything else we can say about Ultra Beasts. We I don't haven't think said so. already. We, we know where I stand on Ultra yeah, Beasts. <laughs> I'm in the same place. I think they're dumb. I think they're like, I get what you're trying to do, but you didn't make them special enough. Yeah. Maybe they will this time. Maybe this time they will. Okay. Also, uh, one more bit of news before we head into our main segment. No more Pokemon games on 3DS after this one. This is the last one. Uh, Buy a Switch now. When they said we're making a Pokemon on Switch, this news shouldn't have been a surprise to anybody. No. Um, um, I for one am glad. I hate the 3ds. I don't. Uh, I love the 3ds, but like it's been around for like seven years now. I, like I mean, it's time to let it go. I don't hate it. I just hate playing games on it. I've never been playing a game on it and been like, this is the best way to play this game. Like especially now there's a Switch. Every game should just be on the Switch. Yeah, that's very true. That's just a perfect system. So. R.I.P. and Peace 3DS. Yeah. Because you're yeah, not no surviving more, past no Pokemon. No more Pokemon. You're pretty much dead in the water. Yep. You got a Mario Party greatest hits coming, and then that's your swan song. Okay, well, cool. Oh, no, there is there is a Kirby Battle Royale of game Of course there is, because if you want it, when you want to send a, uh, <laughs> you put the system in the boat, you like the boat on fire and send it out to sea, you put a Kirby game in there with it. <laughs> That game looks fun, but maybe only for about 20 minutes. I haven't seen it. I didn't even know it's, about it. It's a fighting game where like each of Kirby's powers is a... Is a fighter. Is a fighter. Oh, that could be fun for 20 minutes. Yeah, I don't see that having a lot of content. Anyway, this is not about Kirby Battle Royale. This no. is about Pokemon and us going on a tour. So let's head to our next stop. All right. 
Welcome to Violet City, the city of nostalgic scents. Not scents, like senses. Scents. Scents. Like smells. Like plural smells. Yeah. That's it, though. That's the only slogan. That's it. Yeah, they did not change it in the remake, because what would you take out? Well, sometimes... How you, would you clean it up? Sometimes you, you, you change the wording around to make it, you know, a little yeah. more accessible. I feel like you can't do a lot yeah, to this the city of nostalgic sense. This one doesn't need that. So what? Before we get into it, what uh, what nostalgic sense would you, would this city be filled with if you were there? Probably like vanilla, like a vanilla coconut smell. Okay, because there was <laughs> that's very weird. But there was a point at work where out back in the price change room, which means nothing to anybody listening, but does to you. Yeah, there was like a vanilla coconut air freshener stuck up on like the AC vent. And it was blowing into there. Yeah. And I smelled it, and I immediately remembered, like, playing my Game Boy. Okay. And I don't know why that scent is tied to that. Uh, mine, I was going to say something very similar. Uh, it would be S'mores Pop-Tarts. Okay. Because that reminds me of playing Donkey Kong Country when I was a boy. <laughs> also, most foods smells bring back yeah. some sort of memory. <laughs> but yeah, my big one is... Uh, is that and like turkey smell just like teleports me to my aunt's house on Thanksgiving? Yeah, stuffing brings back the old Thanksgivings for yeah. me. Everybody, Tell write in your nostalgic. Yeah, sets yeah. Um, why? Ha- That's hash- cool. I like that. hashtag it. PWT smells. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> PWT sense? No, I like smell. We'll do smells. <laughs> what are you smelling? <laughs> so anyway, what uh, what's up with Violet City? When play, I'm playing through Silver on the Virtual Console, sort of on and off right now. Okay. Uh, and so when playing in Violet City, it feels like a very weird shape. Okay. Because the way it's like kind of tucked into a forest, so there's trees just kind of like separating out certain sections of it. Uh, so when you first come in, you come in the southeast corner of it, and there's like a Pokemon Center and a house, and then there's some trees there's an opening that you go up, and then there's a long street through the center. Okay. And then you can go up to, like, a northwest corner where there's just, like, another house chilling up there. Okay. And then south of that house is an opening that leads to Route 32, below it, and then up in the top corner is a gatehouse that leads to Route 36 to the west. And then north of that main street is a big lake... With a bridge that crosses it and leads to a very tall tower on the other side. Uh, yeah, I just found a map of it. This lake is very big. It's eh? very big. It's like half the it's town. Like, it's like the whole town. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, it's like the whole thing is just trees everywhere. Yeah, so it's just looking at it from afar, you can kind of wrap your head around it and be like, oh, I see. But like when you're right in there and yeah. there's like only eight tiles in, in, any, th- in direction. any direction, yeah. you're like, how is this place set up? It's so weird. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty neat. The population here, there are 40 in Gen 2 and 52 in Gen 4, making this the second most populated city in the Johto region. Okay. After, I'm assuming, Goldenrod. Yeah. I mean, it's a big one. Yeah. It's a saffron. <laughs> so. so on that main street, all the way to the east on the right-hand side, there's the Pokemon School. This is run by Earl. Oh, Earl, he makes great sandwiches. Yeah, it's Earl's Pokemon School. The sandwich 
Master Plus. It's Pokemon Master Plus. Uh, and it's here. Just, it's just a regular Pokemon school, just like from Red and Blue. The, right. All the status conditions are on the blackboard. There's a kid there with his notebook open that like talks about some stuff. Earl himself is located next to the gym, and if you talk to him and tell him you have not defeated the gym leader, he will make you follow him to the school so you can learn how to. Oh, that sounds nightmare. <laughs> how to be better. Don't talk to Earl until you're done. Obviously, there is a gym in the center. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Everything else is just houses or a Pokemon Center or a Pokemart. Right. The house... There's only two houses here. <laughs> the house down by the Pokemon Center has uh, an in-game trade where a man in there will trade you his Onyx for a Bellsprout, okay. which is a very uneven trade in your favor. Yes. Because <laughs> Bellsprouts are available on the route right before we got here, and right. they are not uncommon. Yeah. So... <laughs> And Onyxes rule. Yeah, and, he, and that Onyx will help you quite a bit in the gym in this town, uh, but we'll get there. Okay. Um, so let's let's get to the tower, because that's why everyone's here. Yeah, there's a, there's a big old tower to the north. Uh, this tower is called Sprout Tower. It is 100 feet tall and oh. inhabited by sages or monks. Uh, they're called sages in the game, but they look like monks. They have the robes and the bald heads. Right, right. Uh, and they study and teach the meaning of the power of cooperation. Okay, is this all our team battles in here? No. Why not? Because Co- cooperation. We'll, ta- we'll talk that. about the cooperation theme is only at the top of the tower where you talk to the elder. Okay. Uh, everything else is just like, welcome to the tower. We fight now. Yeah, let me fight you, please. <laughs> uh, there's three floors, and in the center is a giant swaying pillar. The flexibility of the pillar is actually based on real, like, architectural strategy? Design? Design. Architecting? Yeah. Technology. Like, a real building technology. It's called, I'm sorry if I'm butchering this, Jucozo. And so that, like, the flexibility of that center pillar helps protect the building during earthquakes. Okay, yeah. So, like, it, it will shake instead of... Like Instead of just falling being over. Being so rigid that it collapses. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. Um, and that's actually used in a lot of modern high-rise buildings. Um, right. Or in the case of this tower, it helps protect against the intense Pokemon battles happening on the upstairs <laughs> floors. So you can use Earthquake in here. Yeah, it'll be you fine. Want. Man, I just had deja vu of a dream that I had recently <laughs> where we were in the Sprout Tower. Maybe we were in the Burning Tower before it burnt down? I had, it was it was us and maybe someone else and we had to do Pokemon battles in this tower. That's all I remember. That's crazy. Yeah, you dreamed about us in the Sprout Tower. Yeah, specifically in the Sprout Tower. <laughs> That's insane. That's pretty bonkers. Uh, the local legends say that a giant bell sprout, a giant one hundred foot tall bell sprout, was used to create the center pillar of the tower. So there's just one trapped in there. I think it is wiggling. It's dead, and this is just oh it's no, down. it's a tomb. It's a tomb. It's a it's a legend. Who knows? At the top of the tower, the elder has just been defeated by your rival, Silver. We're gonna call him Silver. I don't know if we said that before. We're just yeah, calling yeah. him Silver. Going He's through, Silver, yeah. Who uses an escape rope after the elder scolds him for being too cruel to his Pokemon? And he says you have to like. They are your partners. You have to cooperate and treat them with trust and love. Right. And he's just like, no. And he leaves. <laughs> no, go to hell. And he probably yells at him for being weak and then leaves. He takes, he takes his chikorita and goes home because we have a totodial. I just fought him in um, Azalea Town. Yeah. And he like. 
after you beat him, he's just like, everyone's so weak. I hate the weak so much. Weak, 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 weak. Yeah, and the funny thing is he only says that after he loses. Yeah. What a nerd. <laughs> uh, so then you can fight the Elder, and once you have defeated him, he gives you HM05 or TM70 if you're playing the remakes, okay. uh, which teaches the move Flash. Cool. So there are six of the sages in the tower. All of them use Bell Sprout between what? levels three and six, except for the elder who has a Bell Sprout and a Hoot Hoot, both at level seven. I, I thought you were just gonna say a Weeping Bell. No. <laughs> Pokemon available in the tower, strangely enough, are not Bell Sprout. You can get Rattata or Gastly in the tower. You so you can't get. I knew you could get Gastly's in the other one. I wasn't sure if you could get them here. You I, can. I definitely got a Gastly here and use it the whole time when I <laughs> when I went through Soul Silver. Uh, and then in the remakes, you can use the Hoenn sound to get Zigzagoon or Meditate. Okay. Uh, and you can use the Sinnoh sound to get Spinda and Chitat. So this is like a different list than we're used yeah, to. Yeah, new guys. Look at that. It's exciting stuff. Uh, so all that's left in the town now is the gym. Yeah, it's been a minute since we've done a gym. It did. I had to go back to Cinnabar Island and be like, oh, what do I do for gyms? <laughs> <laughs> so the Violet City Pokemon Gym is located in the center of that main street in town. Like, it, like right, it's the belly button of the town, basically. Right. It specializes in flying type Pokemon, and the gym itself is a pretty straightforward path. It's the shape of like a money sign. There's a junior trainer at each end of the S- and uh, the gym leader is in the back. In Gen 4, it's the same layout, but they flash it up by putting it way up, and you have to ride this lift up into, like, the sky. Okay. And also, there's, like, walkways around the sides if you want to skip the trainers, I Right, guess. I remember that, yeah. So there's not much to the junior trainers. They use, like... Weeping bells. No, bells like, Pidgeys and okay. Spiro or whatever, oh, flying, like a Hoot Hoot or whatever. Type, yeah, gym, I imagine. Uh, and the leader is Falconer. Okay. He is known as the elegant master of flying Pokemon. Ooh. <laughs> he Look inherited this gym and his Pokemon from his father, uh, who is said to be traveling abroad, but we never meet him. And, like, I don't know how things work in the Pokemon world, but usually if you inherit something, it's not because they went to travel. Yeah, usually it means they did. Yeah. Maybe not, though. Maybe, Maybe not. his dad just gave it to him. Maybe he was like, hey, I can't be the gym leader anymore. Here's my Pokemon. You're in charge now, my 10-year-old son. Do you think... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he was 12. He might be a little older. He does look maybe like 12, 12 to 14 range, maybe. Right. Do you think that the... Wait. Spoilers for Alola. Wonderful. The flying type Elite Four... Is related to Falconer. It's his PGA sister. I, maybe. If they could just do anything with her at all. Just at all? Instead of like, she uses birds and has a golf club. That's here's, it. Here's a here's a cute golfing bird lady. She came out of nowhere and she's in the Elite Four for some reason. I guess. I don't know. Welcome back. Back to Falconer. He is adored by the local townspeople as a cool and handsome trainer Ooh. which makes me think maybe he's more on the 14 side of he that might spectrum be, he might be 15 or 16 <laughs> oh even. boy it is notable that he uses the lowest leveled pokemon of any gym leader ever yep wow in any region way to go you weenie <laughs> uh, which we'll talk about his pokemon in a minute so let's talk about him right now in gen 2 he has two pokemon a pidgey that's level 7 <laughs> and a pidgeotto that's level 9 which is not possible. 
No, it's G- not. Game mechanically is not possible. Yeah, they have to be 14 or 16. We've already dealt with Cheaty Pants Lance. Right. So And his, <laughs> his Dragonites. His infinite Dragonites. In the remakes, their levels are buffed up a little bit. It's a level 9 Pidgey and a level 13 Pidgeotto. So I think the 7 and 9, those specifically are the lowest leveled right. gym leader Pokemon. Still, though, level 7 is too above you. You get to level six by the uh, the first Pokemon you beat after your rival battle. Yeah. Like, no matter what. And then also, level nine's not a lot higher than it's that. It's not. <laughs> and after you go through the Sprout Tower, and, like, you probably are only using two, maybe three Pokemon at this yeah. point. Like, you're good. He's yeah. Nothing. He's a chump. You're going to wreck him. Uh, so after you beat him, and you will... <laughs> Unless you use Chikorita, that's, like, the only way that he has a chance against you. Right. But you can, like, just use Sentret or Hoot Hoot or something. Or get that Onyx back in. Or get that Onyx, and he's just dead. After you beat him, you get the Zephyr Badge. It allows the use of Flash or Rock Smash in the remakes outside of battle. Uh, And it raises the attack of your Pokemon. And in this generation, that mechanic actually works. Really? Uh, It's in-game only. So if you're playing against another person, that stat buff does not apply. Doesn't do it. Okay, cool. Uh, I also read, it did not say this about the badge on the Bulbapedia page, but I did also read that, like, the badge also raises the the power of moves of that type. So, like, this one would r- make flying moves okay. stronger as well. So, like, you're you're at a huge advantage if you have a hoot hoot that knows peck at this point. Because right. now it's flying, it's got the flying boost and the attack boost right. from this badge. Um, and it's named after the Greek god of the West Wind. Yeah, Zephyr. Yep. Yep. Which I didn't know until I read I knew that. Zephyr had to do with winds. I didn't know specifically it was a Greek one. Uh, there's also a Digimon named Zephyrmon who's like a bird lady. Right. He's got wind powers. So, <laughs> yeah, put it together. Uh, and for a TM in Gen 2, you get TM31, which is Mud Slap, which isn't a super great move. It's like if Sand Attack did very minimal damage to. Why would he give you Mud Slap? Because his Pidgey knows it. Pidgeotto does much. He does flying, so it lowers accuracy and does like tiny little bit one or two damage. damage. Um, In the remake, you get TM fifty one, which is Roost, which is a much better move because it heals your flying Pokemon and takes away their flying type for the next turn. Okay, because they've landed. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, so they can't be hit with rock type moves that would hurt them or anything like that. Yeah, Uh, I did not know that. Um, Cool job, Roost. So we have now the remake rematch stuff to talk about for Falconer before we wrap him up here. Okay. Uh, so on, this is in the Gen 4, this is Heart Gold, Soul Silver right. remake stuff. On Mondays, after you get the Soul Badge in Future City, you can find him in the Celadon City Department store on the fourth floor, and he's talking to Janine. Okay. And if you talk to him, he will give you his phone number. And if you call him on a Saturday morning, you can set up a rematch at the Fighting Dojo in Saffron. Or you can do what you did. I don't know if we talked about this in a while. And just collect them all. Just get them all in there. Get everybody all in there at once. That's I love that. <laughs> it's packed in there. And we're just hanging out. Oh, hey, guys. Who's watching our gyms? <laughs> Nobody? Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm just waiting for Gold to show. He called me for, yeah. yeah, he called me two weeks ago. I'm just waiting. It's just been sitting here the whole time. It's pretty nice, I guess. And his rematch team is a level 50 Star Raptor. Level 52 Noctowl, level 52 Swellow, level 54 Honchcrow, a 48 Pelipper, and a level 56 Pidgeot. 
That's much better than a level 9 and a level 13. Yes. <laughs> um, and I don't know if we've mentioned this in a while either, but we're going to do either one or two or a couple, a few bonus episodes about the Pokemon World Tournament itself. Yeah. So like that's why we're not talking about their World Tournament teams. Right, yeah. That's going to be a way down the now. line thing. Yeah. But we will get there. Don't worry. Uh, and so that's it. That's Violet City. That's that's everything going on. Oh, that's here. it. Yep. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, so what we're gonna do because Josh messed up on the Sevi Islands, and we already did unknown. Yeah. We are going to avoid the ruins of Alf for now. Okay. So instead of going out the the West Gatehouse, we're gonna take the path south to Route Thirty Two. Okay. And we will come back through Route Thirty Six later. It's at another time. At another time. Sounds good to me. All right, so Route 32 is a very long vertical route that runs along the coast. So the way I see it is like Newbark and Cherry Grove are north of this route, and the coast kind of like cuts in. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like if Florida was flipped. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like that. In Gen 4, actually, about halfway down, you can see the monorail track overhead, which is pretty cool oh that's pretty neat yeah that's not in the originals because they well, didn't no. like they didn't, have they the didn't time. think of the geography right no <laughs> like this is the map don't worry about it it works shut up there are lots of large grassy areas and there's a bridge that goes over the water in the lower half there's a gatehouse in the northwest that leads to the ruins of elf and there is at the very south end of the route a pokemon center and a cave entrance uh, and there are eight trainers on this route that range from level 6 to 15. Pokemon available on this route in the grass are Pidgey, Rattata, Ekans, Zubat, Bellsprout, Ghastly, Hoot Hoot, Mareep, Hoppip, and Whoopa. Whoopa? You can surf to find Tentacool, Tentacruel, and Quagsire. Oh, that's a new one. And uh, by fishing, you can get Tentacool, Magikarp, or Quillfish. That's also, I think, new. Look at that. Look at you, Route 32. And with Headbutt, you can get Spiro, Ekans, Execute, Hoot Hoot, Apom, Pinecone, Heracross. So most of the normals. Plus Ekans. Plus Ekans. <laughs> Ekans just sitting up in a tree, minding his own business. You come along and you Pokemon smash his head into it. It's like, well, I guess I'm going to bite you now. <laughs> I was just chilling up here, but I guess I'm going to jump down and bite you. Uh, and the Crystal version introduces the Swarm function. Uh, so someone on the route, if you have their phone number, will call you if there's like a swarm. And on this route, it will be quillfish. Okay. That's just like when there's like nine of them. They're just like super common in in the water. Or okay. Yeah. For like, an, they'll be like, hey, man, they're here for an hour. Come get them. <laughs> I feel like they're going to be here for an hour. <laughs> there's about an hour's worth of quillfish down and here. I... <laughs> then they'll find some other pond to go to through an underground they just like tunnel. Sink back down. Like, All right, goodbye. <laughs> And you have to try to fish See them you up. later. But you have to get through the layer of Magikarp to get to them. Right. <laughs> uh, in Gen 4, you can use the Hoenn sound to get Lanoon and Wismer. Yep. And the Sinnoh sound will give you Badoof and Buizel. Yep, okay. Uh, same same as always. All right, so we're done. That's where we're stopping today. Next right. episode, we'll pick up with the cave. Okay, and then we'll go from there instead of... We're normally out of town, we're doing that, but that's only because we did a goof yeah. on Sevi Island, so we got to go a long way. So we're shifting some stuff around to yeah. go around and do the Ruins of Elf later. So I guess next is our Spotlight Pokemon for this episode. All right, I'm excited. I wonder who it could be.
It's Bellsprout! Bellsprout is Pokemon number 69. Nice. nice. Uh, it is the <laughs> flower Pokemon. It's a grass poison type, stands at two foot four and weighs 8.8 pounds. What flower? This is pretty big for a flower. Yeah. That's a heavy flower. <laughs> I even looking at it, even if it is two foot four, how does That's, a stem and a it's very dense <laughs> and a bud weigh eight point eight pounds? It's it's first of all him sick. <laughs> <laughs> it evolves into Weeping Bell at level twenty one, and then again into a Victory Bell when exposed to a Leaf Stone. Ooh, that's a first, I think. Maybe not. I don't remember all we've I done. I don't remember all the ones we've done. I don't know if we've done any with stones yet. Uh, its abilities are Chlorophyll, which doubles its speed in sunlight. Okay. And Gluttony is its hidden ability, so it will eat a berry that normally activates at 25% HP at 50% instead. Okay. So you can get like your speed boost or whatever, your attack boost berries, you get them a little sooner. Okay. So you're not like knocking on death's door. Right, like, like hoping you don't die just so you can boost. use a berry? Uh, it's Pokedex gets like a, like a little weird. Okay. Hit me. It is a carnivorous Pokemon using oh. its vines to trap insects and devour them with a strange fluid in its mouth uh. that has been known, the fluid in its mouth, yeah. has been known to melt even iron. Well, that's number one gross and number two acid. How does it melt iron but not Bellsprout's head? Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it's like, how do you keep acid in a jar? I, I guess that's I don't know. true. Science, probably. Also, again, these are all written by children. Like, there's no right. way. Like, I bet it can melt iron. I've seen it happen, No, probably. it just, it melts bugs. It's not, <laughs> I, like, it's fine. It's just digestive fluid. Yeah. Uh, it can plant its roots into dirt to, or soil to soak up moisture uh, and seems to prefer warmer, humid locations. It is deceptively fast when hunting and chasing prey, using its roots like little feet to run across the ground. Have you seen the video of the duck on the hardwood floor? Yes. It's, imagine that, but a bell sprout. <laughs> but it's bell sprout. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> Its long, skinny body is very advantageous in battle, making it a hard target to hit, not only because of its small size, but its ability to quickly wiggle and move the tiny little it string out of the way. Dances out of the way. Um, it does that in the anime. Yeah. I think it's I think it's at the Pokemon League. Because James has one, right? James has a Weeping Bell at some point, but I think in the Pokemon League, Ash fights a trainer with a Bellsprout. No, it's not the Pokemon League. It's at the Pokemon School. He fights a trainer with a Bellsprout, and like Pikachu just can't hit it, uh, and just gets like foot stomped on his head. Oh, dang. This is what you get, Ash. Get a fire Pokemon. Flash fire that some, some gun. Uh, and Bellsprout is rumored to be some kind of legendary mandrake plant due to its bud resembling a human face. Are we in trivia now? Or nope, that's the end of the Pokedex. That's that is in the written Pokedex? In, in the fire red Pokedex. That's the entry. Okay. Sometimes I forget that like there are other plants still. Like Yeah, all- and it says insects. It does not say like yeah. caterpies. The bug Pokemon. Yeah. That's weird. That is weird. No, I'd like to believe that there's no insects other than bug no, it's Pokemon. Eating, it's eating like caterpies and cutie flies. Yeah. Oh no. Sad. <laughs> Look, man. Ven- nature's scary. <laughs> nature wants to kill you. And everything else. Nature wants to kill Na- itself. Yeah, nature <laughs> nature's had it. 
up to here with everything. Uh, for trivia, I've got two here. Okay. Uh, it shares the category of flower Pokemon with Vileplume and Bellossom. Okay. And they have the ability to learn the move Leech Life from breeding. But in Sun and Moon, where Leech Life is a TM, it cannot learn it that way. Only through breeding. Only through breeding. That doesn't make sense. That's probably an oversight. They had like 800 Either, Pokemon and thousands true. of moves, and they it, were just like, oh, we've missed this, whatever. Uh, we missed Bell's Little Queen still can't breed. Who cares? That's also dumb and bad, but like, <laughs> maybe it's the like, they can't know it unless it is just in them from the start. Right. It's weird. It just seems like such a good, like it should just learn leech life. Yeah, I mean, it in the Pokedex it says it can suck up nutrients from the water or from the ground. Yeah, so maybe you could do that to another well, that, Pokemon. That's a move. Um, in Gen three, I think it came out called Ingrain, where okay. you plant the a plant Pokemon will plant its roots and it'll regain health each turn. Okay, uh, but can't be switched out while it's ingrained. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, it's based on the pitcher plant. It looks just like one. Okay. <laughs> so, well, Victory Bell looks just like one. This looks like a little baby version. Like the baby of it. version, right? All right. Uh, its English name is a combination of bell based on the shape of its head and sprout because it is like a baby sprout plant. Right, sure. The Japanese name, ma- <laughs> Madatsubomi. Okay. I hope that's right. Means still a flower bud. <laughs> okay. So it's still it's just a bud. It's just a flower, it's a flower bud. bud. That's thunder or freezer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes they're just pretty on the nose. Or blackie. Well, that's um, Umbreon. Umbreon. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing left is, uh, what would you name one? Wiggles. I would name one Kale. Kale? <laughs> kale, in my head, is a seaweed, but it's just lettuce. It's like I a, also it's, think kale is a seaweed. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I would name it like maybe like Romaine <laughs> or something. <laughs> something salady. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Or I, I think I had one in Alola where I named everyone after pop stars. Or singers in general. I forget what I named it, though. I don't know. I'm never going to be able to remember what I called it. I, it yeah. was so long ago I, I never mean, used it. I've never Vanessa used Carlton. one. Vanessa Carlton. That's why I named Zubats. <laughs> I've never used one before. I just named it Wiggles in Pokemon Go. Yeah. So that's just, that's it. That's, that's what I it. would do. That'll do, Pig. Uh, all right. So I guess now we're going to go rate some names from last time. All right, Josh, we got some names. All right, hit me with them names. So okay. I'll go over the rules. Here's the rules. We rate the Pokemon names that you give us from the Pokemon we did in the last episode, Spotlight. that has been a minute, but a lot of people put theirs in. It was Togepi last time. We didn't have to look that up because we forgot. But it was Togepi. Here are the rules for our rating system. It's on a scale of one to five. Pokeball, Premier Ball, Great Ball, Ultra Ball, Master Ball. We only get one Master Ball per person per episode. We can use it retroactively, which we normally do. Yeah. Um, but that's just because we don't go over these first. We <laughs> kind of let them. I don't look at them until like now. Right. So uh, here here we go. First one up is from Jonathan. Uh, he says, I would name my Togepi Cumberbunt because Cumber it was a play on Benedict. Uh, that's Cumberbatch. <laughs> I don't want to put you on blast, buddy. But uh, That might be the joke. Maybe that's a joke. Maybe I'm missing it. Because there's like a whole subculture of yeah, saying his name wrong. I call him Bumblebee Cumberbund. So I don't talk about him. So I don't have a name for him. I, I talk, <laughs> I, he was on Doctor Strange. I've seen a couple Sherlock's. They're not great. 
at me, nerds. <laughs> so what would you what would you rate Cumberbunds? It's cute. I like that it is like kind of a play on Benedict. I'm gonna I think I'm gonna premiere ball. It. I'm gonna pokeball it. All right. I just don't like it's a lot of work and <laughs> that you gotta go to. It's just not for me. It's not a, it's not a name fair. for Jake. Uh, next up is from Lewis. Uh, he says, I'm stealing Torgapi for a horror name run. Who is he stealing? What? What? What's a Torgapi? Who's Torg? Oh, Torgo, like uh, like from uh, Manos, Hands of Fate. Oh, um, that's a horror movie? It's a horror bull movie. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Torgo a lot. I like Manos <laughs> a lot, guys. I would go with The Great Ball. Yeah, I wouldn't go any higher than that. Um, Great ball sounds good. Here's his other. Here's the second one. I'm just gonna do them both now. Um, even though only one per tweet from now on, guys. We said it last time. <laughs> I think it's been a minute. I'll I'll forgive you because we had the plague. Anyway, Roman the Togepi, and there's a gif of John Bellucci saying Toga. <laughs> Roman the Togepi. Roman like Toga, like they were togas. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to premiere ball that one. I think one. so, yeah. I don't <laughs> love that one. Uh, next up is from Shannon Mayner. Uh, <laughs> Togepi's name, DeVito. They got a lot in common. Small eggs turns into a plane. And there's just a picture of him from Always oh, Sunny in Philadelphia saying, can I offer you an egg in this trying time? Yeah, I've, I've seen that picture a lot. I love this picture so much. I don't know any context. I'm going to ultra ball it. <laughs> Same. I just I, I don't know about the turning into a plane for Danny DeVito. Did, did Danny DeVito turn into a plane? Is he a plane now? Maybe he's a plane now. I don't know. Who uh, can even tell? I, I just I like it for the egg reference, and they are both short and squat. They are also short round people. Um. Uh, so I will a great volley for that. Okay. I'm ultra balling it because that joke is the funniest to me. <laughs> Have you seen the video of it? No. He's so sincere. <laughs> Uh, next up is from Cassidy. Also, right now we're in the throes of October, so everyone's got fun Halloween names. So if I don't remember your name, if you have a Halloween name, you're getting a Halloween name on the show. <laughs> uh, I do remember Cassidy's, even though it's Cassie Die. If I only get one, then I'm going to go with Mary Shelley for my Togepi name. It's also exactly enough letters to fit in the OG Gold and Silver. Uh, Mary Shelley made Frankenstein. Okay. There's... I don't know what that has to do with eggs. Well, Frankenstein... Is a, is a monster, well, much she, like Scramble is a monster. No, she's a precious angel. I think, I think is where we're on, going on the implication here. that my precious angel's a monster. I will ultra ball this one <laughs> because I agree. Uh, oh no, shell like an egg. Like how eggs have shells. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why we walked by eggs have shells to get to Frankenstein. That's <laughs> 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 just the kind of people we are here. And Mary, because like that's just a happy little goober. Yeah, right? no, it's just Mary Shelley. I'm gonna, in both contexts, I will ultra ball it. I will, I will ultra ball Mary Shelley for the egg. I will poke a ball if it was a Frankenstein because she's an angel. I dare you. <laughs> Next up is from James or Brains Gibson. <laughs> uh, James says, Hatchetogopy on my tour continued my 80s movie convention, uh, named him Critter after the movie about Little Monsters. <laughs> you know. Gremlins. Uh, <laughs> no, Critter. And then he also drew a Togepi <laughs> who's got like who's got like a caveman face. <laughs> I don't like, know. A, like a Critter. I don't know why this sweet little baby Does it also have a fang? Face. It does. Just, Just one? one coming up. <laughs> I love... Oh, that picture's giving you bonus points, yeah. James. 
Ultra Ball for sure. I'm going to Ultra Ball that one. Next up is from Zeke, uh, Togepi name, and Bacon. Mm, I see what you're doing. I see what you're trying for. <laughs> Number one, I'm very over the meme of Bacon. Yes. So, like a thousand percent. And I'm not saying that's on you. It's not your fault. But that's just where I'm coming from in this naming rate <laughs> segment. That sentence fell apart in my mouth. But you know what I mean? It's it's not is their name's not eggs though. No. It's Togepi. <laughs> yeah, it, it is an egg. So like again, I see what you're going for. And I always feel mean when I do this. But this one's a Pokeball from me. <laughs> I'm also gonna have to Pokeball this one. I'm sorry. This is from Amanda, uh name um she says, guys, 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 a Togepi named Kinder because they are sweet on the outside and full of surprises on the inside. Oh, I love that. That's a good one. That's very good. Also, they're also sweet. you can't have a Togepi in the United States because <laughs> Kinder eggs are illegal. Oh, that's, no, they're not. Well, they, they are sort they are. of. Wonder Balls are back, but they're very tame now. Yeah, There's... I had to look up like how they got away with it. And it's like it's just two halves of chocolate over like a giant plastic Oh, thing. that sucks. Yeah. Just don't pop the whole thing in your mouth and try to swallow it in one go, you idiot <laughs> hey, kids. Hey, parents, teach your kids. Teach your kids how to chew their food. <laughs> Were they raised by, like, first of all, egg-sucking snakes? If you have a Wonder Ball, you don't just pop the whole thing in your mouth. You crack it open with your finger and yeah. get the fries out, and then you eat the chocolate. Yeah, you jab it, because you like to break <laughs> things, too, because you're a kid. Because you're a kid, breaking things rules. Yeah. Limp Bizkit had a whole song about it. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Limp Biscuit. I never want to talk about Limp Biscuit because look, I still enjoy some other stuff. I can't. I not can't. break stuff. Break stuff is a, is very cringy now. I haven't listened to it in like um, twenty years, maybe <laughs> ten. But 10, there's 15. there's still a good handful of their songs I could listen to today. Anyway, what are we naming? What are we rating Kinder? Uh, I'm gonna Master Ball it now. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Ultra Ball. Um, uh, but I reserve my right to come back. <laughs> I just saw my Master Ball. Never mind. That's, that was just staying at Ultra Ball. Uh, so this one's from Sky. says, I name Togepi Miss Lipton. It's hard not to see them as tiny secretaries now, and that's a good name to a fictional secretary. So that's just a fake that's name? That's just a fake it, name for a secretary. Because it files your backpack on yeah. United? I'm going to give you an Ultra Ball based on the fact that <laughs> it is is 100% OC Do Not Steal, and I like that. Yeah. Also, that is a very good name for a secretary. It is. And Togepi is just little secretaries now. Um, I will grape all that one. On the same lines, Portia says, I'd name a Togepi Janine if a girl and Melnitz if a boy after my favorite secretary, Janine Melnitz from Ghostbusters. Yeah. I'm going to master ball either of them. <laughs> Pick your poison. Uh, Janine's a good one. I will ultra ball this one. I'm, this is this is my master ball because uh, Ghostbusters. I don't know if you guys know this is my second favorite movie. <laughs> yeah, you you hit the sweet spot with yep, Jake if yeah, it's a Ghostbusters it. reference. Um, and then here's a this is also from Portia. Another good Togepi name, Hollandaise. Hollandaise, like the sauce. Is that made with eggs? Maybe. Is that? I'm not familiar with the sauce. I, is it a limited run at McDonald's? No, that's good. That's no, probably for the just, best. It's just a sauce you can get, and nerds don't get mad about hollandaise sauce. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Give them time. Uh, no, it's um, it's like mayo and mustard, maybe. Oh, and like maybe some egg yolk. <laughs> well, mayo is made from eggs. Oh, that's true. So. There's that. But that's implying bad things. So you crack open a Togepi and you scramble <laughs> it all up and you ruin it with mustard. 
premiere ball for this one from me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I like the na- I like the word hollandaise. So I'm gonna grape ball it, but I I do I don't remember ever having the sauce because if there is mustard in it, that's a no fly zone for Jake Mason. <laughs> Next up is from Riley. He says Togepi is obviously Shelbert. Looks like a Shelbert. Could be a Shelbert. I grape ball that. Yeah, I grape ball it. What? Was, no, that was Philbert. Was from Rocco's Modern Life. That was the turtle. Yeah. yeah okay. Never mind. So that's what I was thinking. Oh, and that, uh, that's it. That's uh, all for the Togepi's. Let me throw one at you because I. I've since deleted this this game save and started over because it was tainted by plague. Okay. Uh, on silver, I originally started, uh, and I was naming all my Pokemon people names. Right. But that one got ruined when I got sick because now I just associated it with being sick all the time. So <laughs> That's I started, weird. So I started over again. Sure. When, uh, but when Togepi hatched, it yeah. was a boy, and I named him Stanley. Okay. I like a Stanley. Uh, the whole time I'm doing this, Latasha's like, why'd you name this one that one? Why'd you name this one that? And I'm like, well, because when I caught it, it that was just what it looked like. Okay. So it just looks like a Stanley. Yeah, it just popped up. That's a Stanley. So I named it Stanley. Okay. That's kind of how I was named when I was born. I was going to be Zach, and then I came out, and my dad's like, oh, that's a Jake. <laughs> so then now here I am. Uh, I'm going to go with Ultra Ball. All right. I just, I like people names. I mean, like, it's easy to do people names for things. I like people names for yeah. dogs or... Pokemon, uh, and Stanley's a real good one. I've got about, I think, 16 of them. I doubt we're going to spotlight all of them, but if we spotlight another one, I will bring my people name to the table. Okay. Do, what's, what's, what did you name it on your new file? I didn't. You didn't? It just Togepi? Yeah, I'm not using it on this one, so... Okay. Uh, well, that's it. I mean, I would name one Scramble, I guess. Yeah, it's a pretty good name. Yeah. Oh, 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 great ball, that. Oh, great, just great. <laughs> it's an egg, it's got metronome. It's perfect. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, I know. That's gonna do it for our name rating segment. If you wanna, if you want us to rate your names, you have to hashtag them, PWT rate. I just realized I also say email them in, so let me just check the email, see if we've got any photography. <laughs> we did get one on the email. Okay, um, we this is this was from Francis. Uh, he says I named my Togepi Judge because the character missing Mr. Game and Watch from Smash Bros has an attack called Judge that has a random effect. Uh, also, that same Togepi's first move through Metronome was Judgment. Arceus's signature move. <laughs> so that's that's some nice happenstance. That's some pretty good deep cuts specifically to us, which gets bonus points. Yes. I'm going to Ultra Ball that Me one. Me too. Um, I love a Mr. Game & Watch. Um, well, I just love Super Smash Brothers in general. I... You don't love it as much. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even... I would, it's fine. I wouldn't even go so far as to say I like it nice. You don't even like it nice. I well, look, my favorite Smash Brothers is the original one. That was unplayable because I feel like after that it got way up its own butt. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, did you hear about Switch uh, putting in the yeah, new the, update? The GameCube so game adapter in there. Hot dog. <laughs> We're back in business, baby. Get Smash Four Deluxe. Hope you're excited to play all the same stuff again. I'm totally Switch. gonna get it because I I had it for the DS and that sucked. And then I played it when you came over, which. Right. You know, so I can't wait to play it on my Switch. It's going to be awesome. Anyway, that's it for name rating segment. Uh, again, PWT rate, hashtag PWT rate, or send a via email. Uh, next up, we got our fan interaction segment. All right, Josh, uh, why don't you hit us up? We got a couple new reviews since we last do. time. Um, all right, the first of which is from iTunes user M, parentheses Mike. What's up, Mike? Uh, I'm sorry, I can't read the whole 
title to this because the new podcast app is trash. Yeah, Apple Podcasts is way worse than iTunes. So I was wondering. It's um, PWT used Gust, and then there's something written in parentheses, but all I can see if I had is to the guess, letter A. If I had to guess, I'd say maybe it's super effective. Well, it's five-star review. It's super effective. So I think that's it. I hope. I started listening to these guys last August 2016 because I was looking for a Pokemon tabletop podcast. I'd like to say I was looking for a good one, but I'd only found one other thing outdated by two years by the time I stumbled across these guys, so I... I'd have listened to just about anything if it were updating regularly. <laughs> Jeez, did I luck out. These guys actually kind of rock. They update oh, regularly. Asterisk. You. Their content is solid. Their audio content is excellent. And they seem like genuinely good people. The podcast is broken into two different parts. Pokemon World Tour, which takes you through a very in-depth, very with a capital V, <laughs> In depth, yes, <laughs> in-depth walkthrough of the game's location by location and PWT United, an actual play podcast of PTU featuring the host Jake as Rose, Josh as Cobalt, their GM, Alan, recurring anti-heroine, question mark, Shannon as Sierra, <laughs> and a rotating cast of guests as they explore and battle their way through a lighthearted and engaging world. It's edited to keep things at a good pace and the episodes are kept to a good length, unlike my last sentence. <laughs> My one criticism would probably be that I think Alan sometimes goes a little too easy on them, lets them get away with a little too much. I just think that a story is more compelling if the heroes don't win every fight. Not that they actually win every fight. Yeah, we definitely have lost <laughs> some stuff. But that recurring tailo is a little much. I disagree. I don't think we've seen enough of that stupid tailo. No, uh, we'll, edit, we'll leave our editorialization to the end. <laughs> too long didn't read. Quality production value, come for the Pokemon, stay for the characters putting them in adorable outfits. And the asterisk from earlier, they also do a bunch of other non-Pokemon related podcasts, all of which are also worth checking out. The sheer volume is unreal. We do a lot around these parts. We do. Uh, thank you very much, Mike. Um, yeah, the uh, that was mostly for United. We have another one that's just for United, so we're not going to read that one because that's not this show. Right. Um, but uh, But... I agree that sometimes Alan goes too easy on us. At the same time, we're trying to have fun. <laughs> so, uh, and we don't win every fight. You no. Know, like you said. Yeah. We do lose some. We've lost some major fights. Yeah. That's fine. Josh was very cranky after one, but it was very late at night. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you for the review. The next one is from iTunes user Ben Active. Uh, that's Benny. That's Benny. So we know we know Benny. We know Benny. Uh, sometimes it's the P. I don't know where it goes from there. That's all the characters I can read. Man, Apple Podcast is just bad. <laughs> uh, it's a three-star review. It says, mm -hmm. I love listening to Jake and Josh discuss their passions, and Pokemon World Tour is no exception. They're delightful and really feed the nostalgia bug. However, the episodes are really long and haphazard. Several times I've felt fatigue and realized we're only halfway through an episode. They get the formula a little tighter later on, but it's still sometimes a rough listen to get to the great quips I've come to expect from their brand. We get better for sure. Yeah, by now yeah. we've got it down a lot more. We were real long. We went real long in those first uh, yeah. half of uh, Johto. No, not Johto. We're in Johto. We first half of Kanto. Mm -hmm. um, we've gotten these ones down. We're in over an hour recording time right now but that's definitely going to come down to under an hour yeah, yeah. Uh, i think yeah we try to keep them shorter we try to have like be a lot more focused ever since um certainly with johto but i think 
a little over halfway through the first season. We kinda, yeah, we started just like, we don't need to do this, we yeah. don't need to do that. It was just a lot of ironing out through the yeah. early episodes. Um, but um, I mean, still solid feedback, like, you yeah. know, less people get know what they're getting into. And I feel like this one might might be a little less quippy than the other ones, just because it's more informational by nature. Yeah, it's mostly it's mostly me trying to make jokes about you having facts about Pokemon. Right. But there's jokes. We got jokes. We got jokes. <laughs> We got several jokes. Go rewind the tape. You'll find some jokes there. Yeah, there's jokes. Uh, but thank you very much, Benny. Uh, we do have some patrons. All right. That we need to thank. Now, it's been about a month and a half since the last time we recorded, <laughs> and it's been longer than that. L- little, little less than that since I edited the last one. So I don't know where the patrons stopped, but I'm pretty sure it was not any of the new people that I still have on here. So, if we miss anybody, let us know, and we'll fix it later. First up, we have Valerie. Thank you, Valerie. And Mike. Thank you, Mike. Maybe that's the same Mike. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, Next up, James Gibson pledged. Thank you, James. Next up is Ken. Thank you, Ken. Benny is a patron. Thank you, Benny. See, so you you can give us three-star reviews and still like us. Yeah. You know, the only reviews I don't like are ones that aren't reviews and are just one-star drive-by. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like it, so I did that. Come on, guys. You <laughs> cowards. I just want to, I just wanted to come out of the woodwork someday. <laughs> it's never going to happen. Uh, anyway, that's enough of that. Uh, Ryan pledged. Thank you, Ryan. So did uh, Marvelous and Veraka, and I really hope I'm saying that right. That's both one- that's one, yeah. Okay, that's, that's thank one, you, yeah. Marvelous and Varaka. Uh, that is, uh, I, I, I've talked to Marvelous. I don't know if he wants me to say his real name. I don't know. It's, uh, on, it's on his Twitter, but I don't know. Right. Anyway, thank you guys very much. Chris pledged. Thank you, Chris. So did Alberto. Thank you, Alberto. I don't know if Alberto listens to this one. He listens to Morphin Grid. I'm not sure if he no, listens no, to no. this Well, one. we'll thank him here just in case. Yeah. Uh, Travis is a new patron. Thank you, Travis. So is Redemption. Thank you, Redemption. And Janine. Thank you, Janine. Who I am pretty sure listens to this one. She listens to Morphogrid and United. I think she might also listen to this one. <laughs> and finally, this was brand new yesterday, Samwise. Thank you, Samwise. I'm not going to make a Hobbit joke, because I'm sure he gets that enough. Probably, yeah. So, thank you very much for pledging. If you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Josh, And for a little dollar a month, you can help the show. You can uh, support the show, get some cool stuff in return. We've got a spotlight episode that I've been sitting on for a while that I need to edit. <laughs> and then as soon as I finish editing that, we will be back to spotlight episodes once a month uh, where we normally go over either like the family or a like like a group a of theme. related Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're going to hopefully October's almost over. That should come out in November. And then from then on, we're going to get back to it. We we got away from it, and you guys know how things go, where you lose momentum on something, and you just like forget where you, you were, and you yeah. start to pick it back up. So we're gonna get back to that. Uh, I coming soon. If you have any ideas of stuff you'd like to see from Patreon for this specific version of Pokemon World Tour, let us know. And that's all we got for fan stuff. Yeah, that I think that's gonna do it. Yeah. And that's going to do it for us for today. Thank you very much for listening. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, we are at PWT Podcast, or you can email us at PWT Podcast at gmail.com. We are also on 
Apple Podcasts, yeah. Stitcher, yeah. and Google Play, and Podknife, if you want to go to any of those places and leave us a rating and review, they would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, we haven't checked out any other places besides Apple Podcasts. This is true. Uh, but we will soon. We've, we've been meaning to just, like, get them. Yeah. Just go look at them. Uh, so if you have left one there, it's not that we are, are ignoring you. It's just, you know, we just haven't looked there. I can't just pull that up quickly on my phone because yeah. I don't have apps for those. Yeah. <laughs> so. so, but thank you very much. And uh, the intro and outro of our podcast is The Destiny Infinite by Dark Sword off of the OC Remix album, the EVEP. Uh, it's Dark Sword, D A R K E S W R D. And he's on Twitter at the same name. So, just go follow him. Check out his other stuff. We'll be back in two weeks with the next town. But we're doing, yeah, the cave and the next town. The cave and the town and another thing, or is that other thing going to be a different thing? Nope, the other thing is a different thing. Okay, right, right, because we had to move stuff around. Yeah. Being very mysterious. <laughs> Ooh. Look, everyone listening knows where you we're going know next. what we messed up. And <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be next time. But until then, smell you later. Papa John is trying to sell me free pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hit me up with that link. I can use some free (laughs) pizza. You don't need to try very hard. I'm always down for some pizza.